Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball. We got Coach Wilson of the Fort Madison Bloodhounds uh, to give us a rundown on their start of their season. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, let's. Uh, you got a couple wins, some heartbreaking losses. Uh, kind of go over your first, uh, the start of the season, who you played, uh, where you played well, where you need to improve. Yeah, so it's been uh, it's been a season of uh, trials and tribulations, and you know we're still a long ways away from the end and where we want to be. But uh, yeah, we opened the season at Mount Pleasant. Um, you know, we had a nice first half and had it within. I think we were down three or four um, at halftime of that game, and uh, you know then we just we didn't play well in the second half, and then we the following week we played with Fairfield. And it was the same situation. Uh, halftime, um, you know, we had a close ball game. Uh, where we were down three and just didn't play well in the second half. And that's kind of been our uh, issue this year is um, we played some good basketball for two quarters, maybe three quarters, but not enough to, to win the basketball games. But again, uh, that's kind of expected with the group that we have with no experience back from last year. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, example being Mount Vernon uh, right after a Saturday game, right after we played Fairfield. Um, Mount Vernon, very strong, very athletic team. Um, you know, came out and, uh, we had a great half. Um, you know, we lost by seven and I think we had right around 20 turnovers. So played very well at home, um, had a chance to beat them and, and just didn't capitalize late in the game. I think we were down three, uh, with a couple minutes to go and just couldn't capitalize on some things. Uh, then, you know, followed that off going to Williamsburg, um, down two at halftime and at Williamsburg on the road. And, uh, um, you know, again, just a, a bad fourth quarter and we, we lose by, uh, we lose by 26 and things. So, um, followed that up with making a trip to Keokuk, uh, on a Friday and Saturday. We played Friday, uh, the 16th uh, against Keokuk, came away with a six point win. Um, and then followed that up with a eight point win against Centralia, Missouri to get our first two wins of the season. And then we ended break on December 20th at Washington, uh, went to Washington. We were down two at halftime. Uh, thanks to a, a hot shooting from Julian Deere, he knocked down five threes in the first half. Um, you know, 18 of our 20 points in the first half were off threes and, uh, you know, down two. And then we came out in the third quarter and made some mistakes, uh, got outscored by 12 and, and got outscored by six in the fourth quarter to drop that by uh, 20 points overall. So two and five going into the break. Um, yeah, we've put some good halves together. Um, but we haven't put a lot of full games together. And once this group figures out how to play hard and play together and play uh, good basketball for four quarters, you know, we'll start seeing more victories come our way here, hopefully in the second half. Well, you mentioned the, this uh, game in Keokuk where it was all Missouri teams and all Iowa teams. It looked like the Iowa teams uh, took care of business pretty well in, in that deal. But uh, uh, it seems like a great way to uh, kind of expand your horizons and maybe see a different styles of basketball. What did you think of that, That uh, I guess, round-robin game of games? Yeah, no, it was a great day down in Keokuk. We had eight Iowa schools play against eight Missouri schools. Um, seven of the eight games were won by Iowa. And uh, Washington played a really, really good making Missouri team um, and, and dropped that game. But, um, you know, there were uh, some good games. There were some games that were pretty lopsided, but – uh, definitely nice to always play against some different competition that you wouldn't normally see. Um, and, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what that river rivalry series uh, shootout looks like going forward, if that'll continue or not. But, um, you know, and being in very Southeast Iowa, like we are, 
we play Clark County, Missouri. We play West Hancock, Illinois. Um, so we're somewhat familiar with playing across the river a little bit. Um, and, and that's due to just being so far down the corner that not a lot of uh, 3As in the Iowa City, Cedar Rapids um, area uh, want to get down and, and travel that far uh, to play us. But, uh, yeah, great opportunity. And, uh, you know, it was a great day of basketball uh, to be uh, played down there in Keokuk. Well, uh, last time I talked to you was before the season, and you told me you had to replace your top seven scores. So let's go with who, who is on the starting lineup, and then we'll talk about some of the bench guys. But uh, uh, and, and from everyone tells me that your team seems to be improving almost every night. Yeah, and that's the thing. We had eight seniors last year that were phenomenal athletes and, and was 97% of what we did last year, and, and that's tough to replace. And, uh, you know, our coaching staff knew this year would be a process and we got to take one game at a time. And with every game we play, our guys are getting more experience and, and more mature and understanding some things. So, um, you know, replacing seven uh, or eight seniors last year, uh, we come back, we start, uh, you know, in the middle of the big guys, Hunter Cresswell, he's a junior. He's averaging 10.7 points a game. Um, he's averaging seven rebounds as well. Now, I will say all these stats are without putting in the Washington game. So it has uh, uh, six of our seven games in here. But um, so Cresswell has been a great presence on the inside. Many teams are playing zone because he's so uh, versatile and athletic on the inside. But uh, 10 points, seven rebounds a game uh, to lead us in that category. Um, Aiden Boyer, he was the team starting quarterback uh, as probably, I would say, our power forward um, in the starting lineup. And Aiden's really come on late in the uh, stretch of games. Uh, he's averaging, you know, 2.7 points a game. But uh, the big thing with Aiden right now is being a leader vocally on the floor and trying to, you know, be that role for us and talk and put us in some different plays and run some different things. Um, and then we go three guards. Uh, junior Lake Boating is averaging 10 points a game. Um, has really been athletic. He averages four rebounds. Uh, really crashes the boards on the offensive side of uh, of things, uh, shooting 30% from threes. But um, he's really grown and, and came along um, throughout the season. Carson Rashid, another junior who's averaging 9.8 points a game, um, is our point guard. And same thing, you know, uh, right about three assists per game. But just a kid that's in the last three games really figured some things out and uh, become a scorer for us and been a threat getting to the basket but also catching and shooting. And then our fifth starter is uh, sophomore Julian Deer. You know, he's averaging about three points a game. Uh, he really struggled in our first three or four games, didn't really score, and has really figured it out lately. Uh, as I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, Julian came out and played really well at Washington. He had five threes in the first half. Um, found his shot there and hopefully that is something as a sophomore he'll continue to experience and uh, be able to knock down some shots going forward um and then going to our bench uh first guy off the bench is a six five uh, sophomore date lamar he comes off the bench he's averaging about six points for us um and five rebounds and kid that's very athletic very strong uh, kid that uh, hopefully will you know develop and grow and continue to uh, mature in our, our system and things but uh and then outside of him right now would be Nathaniel Swigert another senior that comes off the bench he really came off the bench more in our Centralia game he scored eight uh, I'm sorry nine points in the Centralia game he had two threes and an and one that was a nice spark for us and then he also filled in uh, real nicely at Washington uh, to close out break so uh, those are our seven right now we did have a freshman go down um, 
back. I can't remember what game it was, but he was going to start seeing some time in our rotation uh, by the name of Nolan Guzman. He's been playing really well at the JV level, and uh, he's been uh, through concussion protocol and things, and hopefully after break he can um, start practicing and getting with us and, and maybe see some minutes at the varsity level um, going forward. So that's kind of our rotation and stats. And um, Yeah, they're, they're all playing well. Like I said, I think we have about three guys at 10 points a game, uh, which is nice. And uh, had we shot the ball a little better or not turned the ball over, um, you know, we could probably have five guys averaging 10 points and, and things. But, uh, but, yeah, that's kind of where we're standing right now. Well, uh, you mentioned Adrian Boyer. Uh, we, we had to give him a nickname after he led his team uh, to victory in the last minutes of the Burlington game which kind of pushed him into the playoffs and was a huge game. We called him <coughs> Boyer the Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, that's a good nickname. He's a, <coughs> he's a heck of a player. He's a heck of an athlete. You know, the thing is, he's, he's really smart and knows some things. It just we got to get that to translate vocally and, and uh, to be a leader. But uh, definitely a kid you want in your program because he knows what's going on and, and things like that. So definitely nice to have Aiden on our basketball team for sure. Well, he's certainly a player that can lead you to a victory uh, – when the chips are down and uh, uh, the game's on the line. Uh, well, uh, let's talk about uh, this. Uh, let's talk about this conference that you're in, this Southeastern Conference. There ain't no no gimmies. It does seem like anybody could beat anybody on any given night, and it seems like that's what happens. Uh, you know, Washington beats Burlington. Burlington beats Mount Pleasant. Uh, Mount Pleasant beats Fair, uh, Washington. Fairfield's in there fighting hard. Uh, they got some really great players. Uh you got pretty tough uh, Southeastern Conference. What? Tell me about the teams and what do you think of their players and what makes them, what makes all these teams so tough? Yeah, we uh, it's definitely a shootout right now in the Southeast Conference this year. We got three teams: Burlington, Mount Pleasant, Washington at three and one, and they've all kind of beat each other. Uh, Fairfield's two and two, we're one and three, and Kia Cook's zero oh and four. But you know, it goes to show. You know, we're only a uh, the teams here at the bottom are only a couple games out of first at the moment. You know, Burlington's 8-1 off to a great start right in the back of Marquise Lewis, I think, who's at, uh, leading the state in scoring. Um, and that's all classes right now, um, at over 30 points a game. Uh, him and that J.J. Martin are real nice players, and they're really carrying Burlington right now. Um, then Mount Pleasant in our conference, they're 5-3. Uh, two great guards with uh, Aiden Ashton and Peyton Higgins, and then uh, Nate Stroud on the inside. And, uh, you know, they've got a lot more experience than people think. They returned basically everybody from last year outside of Dewan Trent. Um, but Coach Rawson has them guys playing really well and hard, and, you know, they're really figuring out their identity and, you know, things like that. And, uh, you know, they lost uh, at the buzzer to Burlington. Otherwise, they would be undefeated in the conference. Uh, they did beat Washington um, as well. And so just a, a team that's well-rounded. Washington, uh, you know, they have Ethan Patterson back, and those uh, triplets of the six boys are very tough. Uh, they're at Washington and coach Stark has them playing some really good basketball. Um, you know, they're tall and athletic and, and kind of gave us some fits, uh, right there before break, uh, Fairfield, uh, three and four with Max Wheaton. I know JJ Lane missed a few games and I know he didn't play when they were at our place. And that was a game I wish we really would have got. Um, but they're going to be tough late in the season with JJ and Tate Allen and Max Wheaton and they're three and four. And then you have us in Keokuk right now, two and five in the, uh, overall and, one and three and zero oh and four in the conference. So, you know, and um, Tuesday night before break, you know, Kia Cook loses to Fairfield, I think, by four or six points. So, just goes to show that uh, you know, any night anybody can win, and it's going to be, I think, a dogfight of a of a of a battle uh, come uh, February when we uh, decide the conference. Well, I'm going to give you three players' names that are in the conference that seem to be kind of 
kind of start here. Marquise Lewis, uh, Ethan Patterson, and uh, Max Wheaton. Break those three players down for me. Oh, man. Uh, if you're going to build an all-star team or build a, uh, you know, a powerhouse team in Southeast Iowa, those would probably be three of the first ones uh, to build around. Uh, Marquise, 6'3", 6'4", kid, very athletic, uh, can score very many, uh, very many different ways. Um, Ethan Patterson's a kid that as soon as he crosses half court, you got to be ready to guard because he's going to shoot it from anywhere and everywhere. And then uh, Max Wheaton is your prototype center uh, that will dominate on the inside. He can score from the block, um, rebounds really, really well. And I know that's where he worked hard, but um, early in the season was just pounding the glass and just trying to keep him off the glass um, was, was a nightmare for us. And so those three players, and then you take Peyton Higgins and Aiden Ashton from, uh, from Mount Pleasant to add to it and, take a Hunter Cresswell uh, from us and add to that. I mean, there's a really good team of uh, Southeast Iowa players, but uh, you know, there's a reason those three teams are at the top of the conference and because they got uh, stars like they have. Yeah. There's uh, it's just, I really enjoy watching anything in that conference. Uh, I watched a little bit of your game uh, with Washington and it seemed like you played very well in spurts, you know, but uh, I don't know. A lot of teams like, you know, that they don't have these winning records, you could just point to three minutes here and three minutes there where you didn't play well, and, and that can pile up a, a, a pretty heavy loss, can it? Right, right. Well, and that's the thing, right? It's a 32-minute basketball game, and in order to win these basketball games, you've got to play really good for probably at least 30 of the 32. You might get away with some down moments here and there, but um, and that's the part of us being um, young and inexperienced right um you know whether they take a mental break here mental break there or whatever uh they've got to realize that we can't afford that 32 minutes is not a long time it's a quick game um we you know we didn't play transition defense against washington and they whooped us up and down the floor and you know we were only two of ten scoring from the paint in the first half against washington and you know as well as we shot it for three that half had we have went just five for 10 or six for 10 from the paint, you know, instead of being down two, we're probably up four or five. And that just changes the whole atmosphere of things and the confidence and stuff. But um, yeah, you know, high school basketball, it's, it's not an easy thing. Um, you got to play hard. You got to play smart. And uh, it, it's a grind for sure. Well, uh, let's talk about your schedule coming up. Uh, you still have most of the season left to play. Uh, you haven't really played a lot of games uh, for this time of the year uh so let, let's talk about some of the chances to see the bloodhounds and then i also want to follow that up with how can we follow the bloodhounds on youtube with radio with streaming with social media what what are uh what are the opportunities to see some of these games that are coming up yeah so the great news is that uh you know we played five of our first seven games of the season to start the season on the road and so now we get a great uh, schedule at home here come the month of January. Um, our first six games coming out of break will all be in Fort Madison. Five of them in the Hound Dome. Uh, one of them will be over at Holy Trinity uh, Catholic um, on January 14th. But, um, yeah, so we'll have a lot of games at home, a lot of games uh, uh, that will be streamed on our YouTube page. 
uh, FMCSD media. So if people want to stream and watch it online or from far away, they can go to our uh, YouTube page, uh, FMCSD media, and catch the games there. Uh, but yeah, we'll open up at home uh, January 6th with Mount Pleasant. We'll get our second run at them this year, hopefully at home, and um, if we can put four quarters together with them, uh, that'll be interesting. And then we play we play a lot of Friday, Saturdays in January, and so we'll go January 6th at home against Mount Pleasant, and the very next day at home against Central Lee. Um, the following week, we'll play Burlington at home and Holy Trinity um, over at their place, which is about six blocks away. Um, Friday, January 20th, we host Keokuk for the second time. Um, Tuesday, January 24th, we'll host Clark County. Um, and then later that week, we'll go to Fairfield. So uh, next thing you know, um, we'll be into February. But uh, we've already played seven games. And that was the thing we talked about this year as a team and program is we uh, seven games before break. Our next seven games is the middle of our, our schedule, and we really hope to be hitting our stride or making some vast improvements in our second seven games. Again, a lot of those being played at home, so that should really help. And then, you know, we'll take the end of the season, which will be really tough for us uh, with uh, uh, some games like Washington, Davis County. We'll go to Burlington. We'll go to Muscatine. Um, and then we host the Tumwa. So we'll have some 4A. We end our season with uh, three 4A schools um, to, to close out our, our regular season. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a tough schedule but an opportunity for our guys to go play hard and, and hopefully get some wins. And, um, you know, we've got some things that we're going to work on here starting next, uh, starting Wednesday with practice. We'll practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday over break. We'll scrimmage on Saturday the 31st with a really good New London team. And then um, uh, go from there. So very excited about our guys. Um, you know, I, I know they're hungry and they want to, they want to get some more wins, but um yeah, I think it's just a process, and we were here in this situation a couple of years ago um, when last year's seniors were all juniors. So uh, they just gotta, you know, trust the process and, and stay stay patient. But um, yeah, I like I like where we're at right now. Well, I remember talking to you last year, and although you were very senior laden, and you had a, a a lot of kids that had played together for a lot of years, and and just kind of uh, had like a mental telepathy, you know, from playing with each other a lot, knew what each other was gonna do. But you were very tough at that hound dome. Uh, if I remember right, you didn't lose much uh, home games last year. Uh, talk to me about that environment of playing at home. Well, and yeah, everybody, I think everybody plays better at home, right? And that's because we practice in that gym and we're used to it. But I think the other big factor is the student sections, right? You get a crowd, you get a student section behind you, you get the uh, student section supporting you as opposed to rooting against you and getting in your head and some things. So, um, you know, it's a different atmosphere. It's a smaller court than most gyms. Um, you know, some people feel like it's kind of darker um, in our gym and they're just not used to it. Um, you know, there's another, there's one coach in particular in Southeast Iowa, every time we talk about it, he's like, I hate coming here to play it's just different and different things and so it's just kind of funny to to hear that but there's also gyms and things where we go that we don't like to go to and play just because of the atmosphere and it's just different but um hopefully that stays true right we're currently 0-2 in the hound dome um but hopefully here the month of january we can really turn that around and get some wins and um you know boost the boost the crowd and uh, student sections and get some community support well you got a couple wins late in the first half and uh Wins kind of breed wins. Uh, it, it's just uh, a diff or an atmosphere when you win a few games, isn't it? 
Oh, 100%. 100%. Builds confidence, and that's what we talked about. And After beating Keokuk in Centralia and then traveling to Washington, it showed, right? You know, it wasn't a pretty half, but we were only down two to a very good Washington team, and uh, we had the opportunity. We were right there at the door. We just, uh, you know, second half, we came up pretty flat, and um, which unfortunately has been our MO this year. Our second halves have really bit us in the butt. But uh, hopefully the guys continue and we can make some adjustments uh, coming out of the half and do some things different and, and see how it looks and um, kind of go from there. Well, we have had a terrible round of flu this year. Uh, took me down for a week or two. Uh, a lot of teams have been dealing with, with the flus and injuries and other, other problems. Uh, how has that affected your team? Well, knock on wood, we've been pretty darn healthy. Uh, we did have uh, an ankle roll early in the season, but that's came back and he went through some therapy and things and uh, recovered from that. But like I said, as of right now, um, with our varsity guys, uh, sickness has not been uh, been an issue or a factor for us, but um, let's hope it stays that way. All right. Well, Coach, is there anything we, we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, I think, uh, you know, I enjoy coming on and talking about these different things. And, you know, not only are we talking about Fort Madison, but I think uh, basketball and, and Southeast Conference in general is always fun to talk about the other teams and the other players as much as, uh, you know, I want the Marquise Lewis's and all them guys to do well in, in their season and go win some games. You know, obviously, I don't want that the case when we step on the floor with them, but it's always fun to chat with you about these different guys and teams and coaches. So uh, just appreciate the opportunity to talk about uh, Fort Madison and what we're doing. And, and hopefully, uh, yeah, we'll start seeing some some more wins here in the second half of the season. Well, I always ask about the other teams because it gives us a different perspective, you know, and it might, might give me something to ask those coaches when I'm talking to them. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm just here to cover all of Southeast Iowa, you know. Yeah. And, and I want to I want to highlight everybody and give everybody uh, uh, a chance to come on. And, and, Coach, you're one of my favorite interviews, uh, and thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, I appreciate that and enjoy the uh, lovely weather out there and hopefully uh, stay warm and, and happy holidays. Well, anything over 10 degrees is considered what lovely weather. Uh, lately. <laughs> yeah, it was a little cold there for a few days, wasn't it? It was cold. I was struggling with my furnace and uh, it was uh, it was kind of a nightmare, but we got through it and I had a nice Christmas and I hope you had a nice Christmas. We did. Yep. Uh, we've got a house full of kids and it was a great uh, holiday and uh, a little cold. It, it, uh, the weather uh, kept me from Chicago. I'm a big Bills fan. I had an opportunity to go to the Bills-Bears game on Saturday, but weather kept me home. But that's okay. I was with my family, and it was a little too cold, I think, anyway, to be up there in, in uh, Chicago for that game. But uh, great holidays, and uh, yeah, look, enjoy some time here at home with my kids and get ready for uh, the second half of basketball. Well, I was uh, a friend of mine went to the Kansas City Chiefs game, and he was tailgating, and he was posting pictures of his beer freezing. And it was, oh my! Yeah, the, that's pretty cool. The, the can was buckling down. out, and and the ice was coming out of the top of it, and yeah, it was. Uh, I don't think I love any team enough to go out in that kind of weather. To, uh, that's, to watch. that's pretty darn cold, that's for sure. But uh, we got some hardcore fans, and and uh, Fort Madison, one of our favorite places. We have so many listeners down there. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Thanks, Dave. Have a good.